friends, and welcome to episode nine of the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master for this fabulous adventure. I'm going to let my players introduce themselves along with our special guest. Uh, we're going to start with the fabulous, beautiful, talented Victoria Shaz, who always gets all the compliments because she's the first person to introduce herself. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. My name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. My name is Ryan, and I play Galen Wayfair. Hiya, I'm Doe, or Zoe Deer, and I play Chris Littlefoot. And I'm Pippin, or Pocket Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kailta. And I'm Stacy, and I'm going to be playing B. Bofkin today. So there you have it. Those are the fabulous uh, party members and guest, guest star for today. Uh, let's go over real fast what happened last episode. Uh, last episode here on the Tabletop Tavern, the party found themselves en route to the port city of Aquera, the capital city of the islands known as the Knives, on a boat with Galen Wavefair at the helm. With nothing else to do, the party members found themselves dissecting their dynamics in deeply personal conversations, uh, some more successfully than others. And after several hours at sea, Galen anchored them in the port of Aquera's lower decks, where a familiar voice spelled trouble for the Triton and presumably his party. Uh, so if I remember correctly, you are all currently standing on the docks um, and you have heard a woman's voice from above you. Um, before any of you can really react, uh, a figure drops from the crates above, um, elegantly landing in front of all of you. A tiefling woman, her pink skin glowing in the moonlight, stands before you. She's short, about five foot even, and built like a gymnast. Uh, her arms are crossed, and her attention seems to be focused on one member of the party. Well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't the infamous Torrent Wayfair. Oh, no. Torrent? <laughs> Did Where you have the it? Is this... Is this B? You're in the picture. You're, you're quite the observant <laughs> one, Gris. Ari has your picture. Hi. Uh, oh, I do. Oh, and I see you've brought friends. Oh, and some beautiful friends, too. Introduce me, wouldn't you? I, I guess. Uh, sure. Uh, so this is this is Leon. Leon, may I? And a bee reaches out her hand for Leon's hand. Oh, Leon's already putting her hand out. She's like, I'm Lady um, Leon the Bell. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you. You can call me Bee. And I'll attempt to twirl cool. her. Oh, but Leon's going with her, it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put my hand around her back a little bit. And um, Jenny, can I perhaps try, attempt to grab some loose change? Uh, yes. <laughs> Can I have you roll a sleight of hand check? And Leon, what is your passive perception? Oh my god. My passive oh. perception is 11. Lol. Okay. Uh, I rolled and an that's 18. On me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, as you twirl Leon LaBelle around, um, mm -hmm. you do manage to take a sizable stack of change from her purse 
You also decide that you chose the right person from this party to steal from because Leon LaBelle does not believe in change. And so you walk away with seven gold. Do I clock this? <laughs> it's wow. true. Galen, can you roll a perception check with advantage, please? Yes, you can. <laughs> Fucking nine. You get to roll twice, though. You get to yeah. roll twice. Yes. Oh my god. You have advantage. Or was it nine with advantage? <laughs> that would suck. Okay, 15. That's better. <laughs> um... You have your suspicions, but you don't necessarily see what just happened. But you know this woman's MO. Okay, so I kind of just like glance B and look her up and down. Um and I <laughs> and I see the glance um and B looks to Galen and she goes, "Aren't you going to continue with your introductions?" <laughs> I was I was getting there. Um this is this is uh Ariadne, but we refer to them Hi. as Ari. Nice to meet you. And I'm staring at their hand. Take <laughs> <laughs> it. Leon is like, <laughs> and hearing Doe, hearing Grant, <laughs> and V kind of just looks around and then <laughs> waits for a moment. <laughs> Galen is beat red at this point. <laughs> We've heard a lot about you. Wait, I didn't oh, get an introduction. I'm Chris Littlefoot. And she reaches out her hand. <laughs> and uh, by hearing Chris's name, B kind of like um, gets a little excited and she gets over to Chris a little bit and says, oh, nice to meet you, Chris. Um, I also come from a family of halflings, if you want. <gasps> A halfling friend? Oh, I yes. should have known you are closer to my height. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> Just the better to see you with, my darling. Just the better to see you with. I think we're going to get along great. I'm so, so excited. Torrentani. Baby, it's been so you, long. Can, can you just use my actual Ooh. name, please? Oh, Torrent, uh, Mr. Wayfair? Mr. Yes. Big and Bad. I think his name is Galen. You should know that. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have it right. We've we've known each other for a while in multiple ways. Uh, but what? Why why are you why are you here? Ah, oh, good question. Why are you here, Galen? It's been a while. Speaking of, perhaps it's been a while. And you've returned with um, a certain sum of money you owe me. Uh, what, Leon? What are you talking? What is going? What is happening? Last I recall, Galen, before you left so abruptly, uh, there was twenty-five gold that I was promised on our last heist. Uh... And I see him get flustered a little bit. I get closer and I say, uh, Bigo kind of like says, but you can pay me in other ways. For example, mm. a nice meal. <laughs> you oh, must have been famished. Are you all famished? It must have been a long trip. All we had was ration bread and it wasn't very good. And then I was sick and well, I threw up a lot. So I didn't really eat much. <laughs> 
hi, Galen. What are our next steps? I guess we're going. And you can to tell eat. it's like paining Leon to ask that. Yeah, because she's like, I know what our next steps are, but I feel a little powerless in this situation. Don't worry, darling. We, me and Galen, don't know a nice spot downtown. Oh, and Princess, okay. as she looks at Leon. Oh. Uh, your pretty face is gonna be the only thing that attracts people. Keep an eye on your purse there. Awesome, great, thank, thank you, thank you, B. And Leon's like, God damn it, this is gonna be awful. Leon <laughs> 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 just like looks at Leon and like kind of leans over and just be like, Remember what I told you on the ship? Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Don't I, you fret. <laughs> I just go to Leon, uh, turn to Leon and go, didn't you want to look for a bakery? That's not an issue this minute. Was, not right well, now. Well, she's saying food of friends. It's food. And Are you're you always the one going pastry? on about being efficient. I mean. <laughs> That's fair, Ari. Um... And Leon kind of like looks around and like when she's looking around, what does she kind of see? Would you like to roll a perception check? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> 17. All right, Leon, you take a look around and you are immediately uncomfortable. You find yourself kind of stepping closer mm -hmm. to, to Ari and Galen and you even go so far as to grab Gris a little bit and sort of pull her back with yeah. you. This is the kind of place you would have never, ever seen yourself, even three weeks ago. Um, the docks are very obviously used for less than legitimate purposes. Um, most of the boats are kind of ramshackle, and these crates that you're standing next to strike you as probably being filled, filled with the sort of thing Galen or maybe even B were very comfortable with, but nothing you've seen before in your life. No. It hits you that this is not the kind of place where you're going to find a nice bakery. Yeah. So Leon turns to Ari and goes, So that and gestures vaguely to everything. <laughs> That's a non issue at this point. <laughs> Let's just not worry about it at all anymore. <laughs> okay? Okay. And Leon's like trying to like sandwich herself between Galen and Ari. <laughs> like, well, it's just, just like, uh. And then I just go and say, uh, like, just not looking at Galen, but to Galen, uh, just being like, well, it's not like you're not gonna keep bringing it up. So I was just trying to. I was just trying to skip a couple steps. Yeah, no, like, yeah, it's good. It's good. We're good. Where are we going? Where are we going? Dylan? <laughs> we we're gonna go eat. Okay. okay. I'm gonna follow you. <laughs> um. As we also, if we're gonna start leaving, I was kind of curious. I bend over to Gris a little bit and be like you're gonna want this and i give her my cape a little bit um while i kind of stand closely next to her just for some familial uh 
you know, nostalgic reasons. Chris, Chris just kind of smiles and says, oh, okay, thank you, and takes it. <laughs> and kind of walks closely and, and probably will try to keep pace a little bit with B, um, feeling a little bit of, of kindred spirit with um, her and also being excited because they're going to eat food and wanting to know <laughs> more about what food they're specifically going to be eating. So, um, <clears throat> B sort of takes off. She, um, she grabs Galen by the wrist and sort of tugs him in, in a direction. Um, <laughs> and you sort of, you follow this series of, of winding roads. Nothing about this city makes sense to really any of you, the exceptions, of course, being those of you who are familiar with it. Um, mm -hmm. You pass by disheveled buildings and decrepit beggars, and men with ragged and scarred faces sort of leer at you from behind corners. Neither Galen nor B seems particularly bothered by the intentions of those that you pass, um, but Leon, you definitely are clutching your purse oh, a yeah. closer towards you. And Ari, you, you sort of draw Chris. Clutching's like a really nice word for it. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit closer to you as well. Um, and what B, do I do with her? You're, you're just sort of like, you, you grab Gris. You're a little concerned about her. Yeah. You take okay. her a little bit closer to you. Um, Hand on hilt, as usual. B appears to be leading you towards an inn. Um, the sign outside is sort of messily painted and has an image of a lantern on it. Um, from what you can tell, it seems to be called the Lantern Lighter. And uh, actually, as you approach, it strikes you as oddly nice for the area. Um, the scrub stone walls of, uh, and, and the, the crystal clean windows really do contrast with the dinginess of, of the street that you're on. <laughs> um, oh. Galen, you recognize this inn for its reputation as a place that services the more well-to-do of the people um, who call the city's dangerous underbelly. Uh, mm. okay. Have you been here before? Yes, many a time. Many a time, I would I would stop by here uh, either before or after, um, let's call it work, and would unwind here. Oh, he's just being humble. That's where we've met. Mm. Just where you met? Oh, yes. Th this is also our uh, our our meeting. Did you work with her, Galen? You could say that. Yeah, and Galen sort of blushes a bit <laughs> well, I, could, I could say that because I did I did you did say that you did say it I did say that I look at Chris that just went right over your heads okay let's go in and Galen sort of just like kicks the door open <laughs> oh god okay um so B and Galen uh lead the party inside and uh B very quickly gravitates towards a table the furthest from the door um, with a good view of those who enter and leave. Do you follow her? Okay. Chris yeah. eagerly follows behind. I'm following Galen. <laughs> um, uh, I stay behind, but seeing Chris go forward, I'm like... <laughs> and Chris just kind of waves Ari over, like, come on! <laughs> and, and I follow. Okay, so you're, you all decide Are to Are Leon and Galen at the back of the party? Yes, Leon and Galen are at the back of the party. So we're walking behind everyone? Yes. Um, Leon looks to Galen really quickly and says, do I have anything that I need to worry about with her? No. Are you being honest with me? 
maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Check your purse later. I, I look back, That's I look weird. back and just see them still kind of talking and I'm like, you, you, you both have the longest legs out of all of us. You could hurry up a little. We're working Sorry. on it. Sorry. <laughs> what? Leon's Sorry. got a lot to say. She's Always. out of her element here. That's out of her element? Do you think it's nice, Leon? I feel like this is kind of nice. No? Nice isn't the word I'd use, Gris. Oh, okay. Nicer. Shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of leans towards uh, Leon and kind of goes, Oh, is there any way we I can make you more comfortable? Oh, gee. <laughs> I, at this point, B, how, however nice that is, I don't think anything could make me more comfortable right now. And Leon kind of just like, where's Galen sitting? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. How are you all seated? She's taking it very seriously. Yeah. I guess I'll sit across from B just so there's that like face-to-face -face situation going on uh mainly Leon for is going to sit beside Galen <laughs> okay then I guess I see them sit down I'm like oh um can I sit here to be oh yes how close do you want to be Galen just face palms <laughs> <laughs> Ari's gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> um, uh, as far as you're comfortable? I just <laughs> make sure that there's plenty of space at this table for everyone. Chris, uh, just... I, oh, sh Chris is a halfling, I think we're fine. Hey! And Chris kind of just like pushes on in and, and sits her happy ass down between, I imagine, Ari and Galen. <laughs> No, okay. we're on the other side. So Gris is seated, I think, at the head of the table then? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm picturing a round table. Is it not round? Uh... No. This is, this is <laughs> a rectangle. So, you so got... then, yes, head of the table. Gris wants to see it, the whole damn family. Okay. All right. Uh, B turns to uh, Leo and Ari and Gris and be like, so... What kind of food are you kind of down for? What do they offer here? I'm is just the real quite question. A... Oh, B's kind of an expert on food. <gasps> an expert on food? Okay, so here's the question. What has mushrooms? What is a vaguely in the realm of vegetarian fish is okay? But oh I'm just- God, I, I love grits. I'm just really curious about any specialty mushroom dishes, anything local to the region, you know, local flora, fauna, herbs, question mark? I don't know how much of that there's gonna be here, Chris. I mean, I know it's not a this port. This is a port city, but I mean, I really- I mean, but if it's a port city, it has trade, doesn't it? It's a port city and we have fish. You know what they say, when an Aquara do what the Aquarians do. I'll eat a fish. People say that. What do they kind of like, do? I kind of go like, <laughs> I just turned, I turned to be next to me and I'm like, well, what do the Aquarians do? They do many things, Ari. They do many, many things. I guess they much eat like fish. most people. Yeah. Must, much like the average person, they do plenty of things. So what would you recommend, B? Well, I, besides the fish, there's not much to 
see around here. I mean, there is some. Ah. Uh, I believe it's rodent on the menu. Oh, good. But mm -hmm. but the okay. menu the innkeep has wonderful food. I mean, definitely not the best chicken I've ever had, but it's boiled for safety at least. Oh, everything's safe. At, we had at the we had some chicken recently that I think would be the best chicken I've ever had. You Try should it. have it sometime. You actually know who cooked it. She does. Oh, well, you, well, you know Maxilla, right? Oh, I miss her. I haven't been able to talk to her in a long time. You know, we used to go on adventures together. Really? She's oh, so yes. wonderful. Oh, I loved her. But I'm pretty sure her and Travis had a thing. Too bad I would have done anything for that chicken. I mean, <laughs> apparently, apparently, all you like, gotta like, do is like, loudly. So, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh. so what's, um, what, what is everyone hungry for? I uh, good question. Know. Good question, Galen. Um, and I turn to Leon, Ari, and Gris, and I go, "Why don't you three go find the innkeep and order some dr drinks and food? Everything's good or safe, at least." Um, but I could use some moment alone down. with uh, lovely Torrent over here. Ari, ask for the black strap. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, start to get up. Leon stands up but casts message Go to Galen. No, oh, no. <laughs> Galen hears a voice in his head. Oh, no. It says, I thought I was supposed to fucking stay close to you. Should I be going? What should I be doing here? You're finding the inn. It's the streets that I'm more worried about you being in. Okay. Perfect. Um, so Leon kind of stands and kind of just like patiently waits for Gris and Ari to stand. I'm already so. standing! Gris kind of like slowly gets oh. up and kind of like eyes Galen, eyes B, eyes the table, looks at Leon. Like, she's a little like, oh, there's something going on. Like she's starting to clue in that things are a little uncomfortable in this situation. <laughs> like 20 <Starting>. minutes later. <laughs> and she's like, okay! Leon cast message. Oh, sorry. Leon cast message one more time to Galen. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he hears a voice in his head that says, how long are you comfy with us leaving you for? 10 minutes tops. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so Leon kind of like leads the pack towards the front of the inn where she presumes the innkeep is. Okay. Who I'm sure walking, didn't speak wait, to wait, us wait. as we walked in. Yeah. Terrible customer um, service. It's very uh, crowded. <laughs> As we get up, though, we start walking, and I turn back and go, Wait! You didn't tell us what you wanted. I believe she wants the fish. The princess got it right. Alright, and I just look at Galen, and I'm like... I'll have the t uh, fish as well. I've never heard of the tiff fish, but okay. It's I'll fish. Sorry, it. it's, it's fish. Was that and Gris kind of like leans over to, to Ari and is like, Was he trying to tell us something? <laughs> was that a call? So. Was it a call for help? <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gris kind of follows after <laughs> Leon, who is, yeah. who, is, who is finally back to, uh, to leading the pack as she loves to do. 
So Leon, Ari, and Gris, uh, you all follow Leon, who very purposefully strides towards the innkeep. And as you walk away, um, B seems to have something she wants to talk to Galen about. So as they walk away, B definitely is going to scoot really close to uh, Galen. And as they're walking, she keeps her eye on Leon and kind of leans her head on Galen and kind of goes, oh, seems like you've already found yourself a pretty new plaything. <laughs> and Galen goes like, oh. I've already tried to rob her once. It didn't go well. Well, anyways, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. And B obviously looks a lot more serious at this point and um, looks at Galen and goes, Galen, hmm. when was the last time you wrote a letter? When was the last time I wrote a letter? Yeah. When was the last time you wrote a letter? I... I, I don't I don't know. Why? Why do you ask? When was the last time you've been to Aquara, Galen? Been about maybe two, two and a half years. B sighs and um B says When was the last time Galen? What? Things have changed around here, Galen. Oh, have they? I'm sure you're so surprised, but mm. I'm a little bit more surprised that you seem a little bit more calm than you are than right now. I'm going through withdrawal. <laughs> One thing. But two, uh, I'm surrounded by company that has an influence over me and to be honest i don't like it i'm i'm glad for you uh and i get closer and i kind of go galen when was the last time you've talked to your mother and galen kind of just sighs and then looks down at the table not saying anything. B's not surprised. And I also say, I'm not surprised. And B's like, Kaylin, she's not doing so well. What? What do you mean? She she was she was never doing well ever, ever since, ever since my bastard of a father left. He hasn't. She hasn't been doing well at all. What do you mean? Okay, but if it was if it was the usual not doing well, I would have told you. But it's. <sighs> and I grab his hand, if he lets me. <laughs> I reach out for his hand. He doesn't really he doesn't really think of it. He's more concerned about the fact that you may or may not have been talking to his mom, which is a little, a little, a little weird. <laughs> Galen, please. There's something I need to tell you about. 
mean, Some... you've never you've never really beat around the bush, B, so just go ahead and just let me know. I know, but I didn't want to be the one to tell you this, Galen. Who, who, who else is there? Strike? He's emotionally dead. It's not like he cares. Galen. Your mother, about six months ago, received a letter. Okay. Your father's dead, Galen. And hearing that, Galen sort of just like balls up his fist with B's hand in it. I'm so sorry, Galen. I mean, I I know he was your bastard father and everything, but this is not easy to tell anyone. Listen, about six months ago, I returned to Akora for your mother, funny enough, but for reasons you don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> but she received that letter, and it was so much for her, Galen. She looked so weak. When she received the news, she... I think it was with the knowledge that, you know, she would never see him again, and... and you were gone, who God knows where. It was just so much for her, Galen. I'm sorry. Are you gonna be okay? Galen sort of squeezes B's hand tighter and just like says through gritted teeth like, why? Why did they even bother with the letter? Kind of just like saying this to himself, not really wanting a response. And then he he sort of just like slams the table with his other fist and is like those damn tritons. <sighs> B doesn't say anything for a moment and she just kind of looks at him and she goes you know she she still cares about you, Galen. At least I think so. I think it might be time that you need to talk to her. You've always been optimistic. And Galen kind of just like lowers his head towards the table and kind of just lets out a deep breath and says, you wouldn't happen to know where I can get a boat, would you? B looks really confused, and she says, A boat? And she her tone gets a little higher, and she kind of goes like, You just got here, Galen. I, I, need, I need to see my mother, B. And V sighs, and she kind of looks at him, and she kind of says, I can take her to you. I can take you to her, particularly. Is, is, she, not, and, is she not on 
a corp where where is she and Galen's tone kind of gets like concerned it's like did something happen to my mom did somebody take her like listen your mother I... she is okay she is okay I wouldn't make sure I wouldn't just leave her like that but I think you need to see her and I can do that for you Damn it, B. Where where is she? Not here, Galen. You know better. And as I like kind of shift my eyes around the inn, and I kind of tell him in like thieves' cat, I'm like, listen, she's close. I can take you to her if you want. Galen just like nods, says okay. Meanwhile, at the bar, Ari and Gris and Leon are attempting to, to decide what to order. The innkeep is a gruff, sort of large man, uh, his arms and face covered in, in scars. And as you approach, he sort of takes you in through narrowed eyes. What can I get you? Now hurry up, I haven't got all night. What can I get you? Oh, oh. What oh, hi. Um, can I just get five orders of fish? Which and, one? And I poke, I poke Leon, and drinks. Wait, there's more than, is there five? And also, can I also get five drinks of whatever your mean is? Leon's like, okay. And I poke her again, God. and I go, and I go, and whatever... Galen asked us. Galen asked me to choose blackstrap. I forgot blackstrap. Yeah, whatever blackstrap. that is. And a blackstrap. Leon looks at Ari and is like, <laughs> "He said I should choose it." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that fine? And she, she's like, Leon is like, so five orders of fish, five of your mead, and one blackstrap. The man kind of narrows his eyes at you, and he goes. <clears throat> Hellspawn sent you. Hellspawn. What's a Hellspawn? Yes. Yes. It's. Yes. It's. I know this one. It's B. Because Galen called her that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is that her name? Is that You're a correct. nickname? Is that a slur? Gris. We'll we'll cover it later. I'll let you know on the way back to the table. It's good. We're good. Okay. It's fine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he sort of like does some math on his fingers, and he goes, "So five fish." You know we have mm -hmm. eight different varieties of fish, right? What would you recommend? I didn't know there were that many fish. I thought it was just fish that swim. Yeah. Okay. The man Leona sort of... rolls her eyes into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> the man strokes his chin. Are sea fish different than river fish? River fish? I only know river fish. There's sea fish too. Leon turns around and looks at them and says, I need you to stop talking about fish right now. Oh, okay. So Gris turns to Arya and is you. like, so I feel like Galen and B, I don't know, there's something weird there. Yeah. <laughs> but Leon also Leon puts her head in her hand. 
I don't think I don't think Leon likes B. Leon, do you like B? I wouldn't say doesn't I think like she did. I, I yeah. But B was so nice to her. You seem comfortable. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure you're okay. We had a nice little chat it and is... I braided your hair and I just want to make sure you're okay. It is the general vibe, vibe. that's the issue at present. Yeah, Galen doesn't seem happy to be here, but we knew he wouldn't be happy to be here. I don't think we've met any any military generals named Vibe. Vibe? Stop! <laughs> the, the innkeeper is watching all of this transpire as he sort of fills mugs with mead and... Uh, clears his throat and he looks to Leon who he has now surmised to perhaps be the most reliable member of this group of people and goes <clears throat> five bass five bass that's what you'd recommend? sure sure All yeah right. that's fine and he sort of like shoves these five tankards of mead and a sixth sort of It's a tankard, it's large, and it's filled with something that none of you really recognize. He shoves it towards you and he says, fish will be a minute, and holds up a finger, and then disappears into a back room. Thank you. I start grabbing a couple to help, because Chris isn't going to be able to carry. I can carry. Uh, I'll take, uh, this I, one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I have probably one, so I'm like, I presume you can grab your own, unless you need magic hand for that too. Ooh, I thought it was mage hand. Is it mage hand or magic hand? Magic hand. Is that the same thing? Yeah. Leon rolls her eyes again. It's <laughs> like, right. how are we going to carry five plates, Ari? Two. We two? can take several yeah. trips. Besides, he said it'd be a minute. You have two hands. You have two hands. And As you debate the merits of this, the man returns and slams down five plates of what appear to, appears to be bass. It's got some kind of salt on it and some herbs around it. And he leans towards Leon and says, Two silver. Okay. Oh, shit. Here's the question. Mm -hmm. Does Leon have any change? <laughs> Leon, you should... She's actually hesitant about flaunting her wealth here. <laughs> you should maybe uh, open up your purse and see if you have any change. Yeah. If not, can oh, I God. clock can that I she's uncomfortable? Can I turn away from him? Yeah. I'm going to turn away from him before I open my purse. Go for it. Because I want to obscure his vision of me. Okay. So Leon's gonna kind of turn away so that she's facing Ari and Gris, okay. and she like gently opens but, her coin purse like the smallest amount that she can in order to see. And, and Gris is like, "Is everything okay?" Do, yeah. Do I we notice because we're just like, maybe. Yeah, you're you're just watching her, Leon. Yeah. Um, can can I see if Leon is like having an issue here from the table? No, you are distracted. No, you are having an incredibly emotional conversation right now. Fair, okay. These are simultaneous um, events happening. Leon, you notice that mm -hmm. you don't have any silver, and it seems like maybe mm -hmm. there's less gold in your purse than you remember. Of course. Um, uh, so Leon 
actually casts message. Because mm. that shit can go 120 feet. <sighs> and uh, Galen hears a voice in his head. Oh no. <laughs> Hi, friend. Not sure what you guys are talking about. We've got five plates here. I don't really want to start throwing gold around. So do we, <laughs> do you happen to have two silver? I need your hands. Also, I think your friend stole some money from me. So we're going to need to talk about that. All right. I'm going to need you to come over here. Thank you. Galen <laughs> sort of, Galen looks at B and, and just says, with like kind of a slight smirk on his face and goes, did you, and then like flashes his eyes over towards Leon. B giggles and goes, Oh, it's just cause you were you failed at doing so it doesn't mean I did, Halen. <laughs> okay. And then Galen rolls his eyes and says, I'll be right back and then gets up from the table. So, and for me, having noticed something was wrong, I asked Leon, like like what what's 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 wrong what's wrong? Leon cast message, already hears a voice in their head. Okay, the same thing. <laughs> Literally don't. <laughs> I'm so, I'm handling it. Okay, I was and I was like, do you not have silver? Silver? And I start to turn. And you like, said that back in message, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Because um, so the responds in message. Galen rolls up and is like, "What's what's the problem?" To to Leon, it's like, what, "You got what's two the silver. You got two silver." Oh, I have just, silver. Just I have silver. And pushes Leon out of the way <laughs> and just okay. flicks the innkeep uh, two gold pieces. The innkeep catches them and then looks at Galen for a moment. He goes, I know you. Galen looks at him and says, no, you don't. And then walks away. The man pockets the gold pieces and clears his throat and says, <clears> throat> That'll be all. You're crowding the bar. Okay. Good. Chris carries whatever yeah. she can back to the table. I still have my three. And and I, go, go, oh I feel and like I we could... Galen, yeah. Oh, no, you go. I was going to say, I feel like Galen and I could probably split carrying the five plates between us. Leon can only handle two. She's relying I just go, on I just Galen to say, handle three. I thought you said you'd been here before. Why wouldn't he recognize you? Ari, Ari, listen. Galen, and get, and Galen, Galen like puts his hands on his knees to. and is like, Ari. Galen, I'm sorry, Torrent. Listen, no, no. To Torrent. No. Torrent. That's reserved for <laughs> being. Caleb only. Okay. And at this point, the bartender okay. turns Leon, around yeah. and he says, Did you say Torrent? And Galen, I said Tori. Nope. Galen Leon says, Nope. Up. No, that is not what happened. And she grabs two plates. So. Galen straightens up and looks at the bartender and says, Yeah, what of it? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Leon's just holding two plates. Like, does fuck. Does B notice any of this? Be, um, you notice that it's taking a really long time for them to come back. B gets up and goes over and grabs her plate. Oh, no. 
<laughs> and says and looks over to uh Leon and goes, Thank you. <laughs> and starts heading back. Welcome. <laughs> the bartender is still kind of staring at Galen, but eventually clears his throat and turns back around without saying anything. Okay. And Galen mumbles under his Leon breath. looks at Galen and says, Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Galen walks off. Okay, kind of Leon's like, as she walks back to the table, <laughs> as she walks back to the table, Leon's mumbling under her breath. It's like he's a whole different fucking person. I don't like this version of Galen. That was far too much attitude. He's causing trouble. This is like that first night. And then she gets to the table and sits down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is the entire party seated? Correct. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I hand out the, all the drinks I brought and then, like, thank the whoever gave me the plate and then just stare at it for a while uh <laughs> well Chris, Chris starts kind of picking at her plate and kind of leans over to Ari and is like what kind of herbs do you think these are uh I don't know do I know <laughs> they're just kind of is something the matter you guys they're don't they're... trust me the the fish is great I'm just used to some earthier things, to be honest. But I'm sure it's great. And she's just like eager to impress B, takes a big old like fork full of fish and like shoves yeah. it in her mouth and goes, Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And upon not upon B saying this and not wanting to disappoint B, I just grab a hand no, no forks, just a handful and shove it in my mouth. Are, are you are, like rubs? Uh, Leon rolls her eyes. <laughs> he kind of looks at them and goes, Did, "You don't want to forget the bones, though." <laughs> and he's like, as I'm chewing and trying to get around them, it's like, "Mm-hmm, sure, good." Chris is like, "I'm a skilled chef. I know there's no bones in this bite." <laughs> Just kind of like keeps chewing happily, slightly Tor offended. <laughs> Torrent, your friends really do like their daily dose of calcium. And I'll have to give it to them. Calling oh. me that, please. At least oh. not here. Oh, what's wrong, Torrent? And Galen, knowing how B is, is just like, listen, honey bee. Oh. You don't wanna you don't wanna get on our friend's wrong side, okay? So just leave it alone and we'll talk about it later. With with the name of Honeybee, Bee kind of sits down a little bit, straightens her back a little bit, and says, Sure thing, Galen. And goes a little bit more quiet. Oh, no. Galen looks at the rest of his party and says, Now where were we? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, I'm actually more curious as to what you two were discussing. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Was yeah, it our Galen. next steps here? Did you get us What's a boat? Oh yeah, we need a boat. We heard that you might have a boat, B. Is that true? And B also gets a little bit more agitated at this another moment for a boat and says, "So, wh where where's the rush? Where's the rush? What kind of boat you guys looking for, and why? One that floats." Chris kind of like looks at Leon, Angry like for that Ari, like unsure, like looking to like their leader for for like approval on what we should say next. 
Galen like Leon leans, looks at B. Galen leans in towards B while this is happening and says in Thieves Can't, they want to go to the volcano. Um, B just processes it, but kind of ignores Galen a little bit. I mean, he's more curious to hear. We heard Leon him. Said. It was in Thieves Can't. You can't. So speak Leon it. has. Oh. You yeah, you know yeah but so I just heard a language I don't understand. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So Leon quickly turns her attention from B to Galen and goes, you want to share what was just said or? No. Nice. Okay. <laughs> B, do you want to share what was just said? And B kind of goes, what, what, what was said? I'm, I was still waiting for your guys' response. Mm-hmm. We all heard it. It's fine. You don't have to share. Um, we are looking to go to Hell's Portal. And with what boat were you thinking about for that? And that was Galen's part of the job. He said, he said, Galen said you had one. Well, maybe it was not yours, but that you could get one. Or no, that you I knew said, someone who could get one. I said that she might know where one would be. Uh -huh. And say that she had one. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. let's lay that out there. Oh yeah, we were gonna steal it. No, we weren't gonna steal it, Chris. Borrow it. He just said he just said it might be stolen. He didn't say we would be doing the stealing. I thought on the boat we were gonna borrow. <laughs> oh, but that, was a, that was Leon a looks at the two of them and whispers and goes, "I need you both to stop." <laughs> Thank you. And B pauses for a moment and like looks at them and goes, so you need a boat to get to that one volcano. Mm -hmm. And she's kind Correct. of like, has this puzzled look on her face and goes, but yet I'm only can think of one boat. Oh, Galen, honey, can you, can do you remember that one cherry wood boat with the nice carvings on the side and the mermaid in the front with the intricate glass mosaic windows oh you mean that boat oh yes that boat i don't recall <laughs> i don't know anything about that boat neither do i i beg your pardon what? This is not a game that we're playing, you two. No, you no. Mean? Simply not. You're referring to this very specific boat, but I don't know what you're talking. Oh, neither of us know. Listen. And, what boat uh, is that? And still uh, both stuck on on what she was saying to Gris and I, and half listening to the boat conversation, I just go, like, to Gris, Liam's not being very nice today. I told you, I don't think she likes B. Oh my God. I don't and, think she likes um, Galen very much right now either. Leona's like looking either. between B and Galen, like there's no debate as to whether or not we need a boat. We need a boat. So whether it's this elusive cherry wood boat with the glass windows and the mermaid at the front or some other boat, I don't care. I but think we need a boat, boat with the mermaid boat. sounds kind of cool. Uh, didn't you guys arrive on a boat? It wasn't ours. That was not our boat. But we didn't, we, we bartered. We, uh, what do you call it when you do something for someone else? Yeah. A trade, uh, Gris? Well, it wasn't no, a, 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 a barter. 
It's, we had services and Galen could sail, mm -hmm. and the guy needed to get here. Let's just say right. I haven't lost it yet. B. And then he kind of winks at her and starts picking his teeth. <laughs> and B giggles at that a little bit. He goes, Oh, so you bartered for a boat. So you guys. You could say that. Then I don't see why you couldn't barter for this boat. I mean, this theoretical boat. Right. I think we all How know it's not theoretical? a theoretical boat. Are we just no. going to call it a theoretical boat, even though it's a real boat? We all know this is a real boat that we're discussing. Are we building it? Are you sure I it's a real boat, though, Leon? I am. I don't think a theoretical boat would be very, very easy to step on. Hmm. What do you think, B? I think information always comes with a price. That okay, so what's the price? We have Leon. Okay, that's not a game we're playing <laughs> right now, Gris. Why not? Don't know. You're always because like, Galen's gold, working Galen's with us, yeah. so I don't know why he's talking about prices. Well, obviously it's somebody else that we have to pay. Galen's sort of having like an internal moral crisis at this point, but he sort of just like kicks up his feet and goes like, no, let's, 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 let's talk, Leon. We haven't had a chance to do that yet. Didn't you spend most of yesterday talking? <laughs> That's correct, actually, Galen. Hmm. What would you like to discuss? So you want access to this boat, yeah? I mean, like, we all need access to the boat, yourself included. Hmm. Funny. A boat with great need comes out at such a hefty price. It's gonna take a lot of work to get that boat. You tell me how much it is, Galen. You'll be doing it with us. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I don't know why you're being all... I'll be assisting you. Uh-huh. Right. But I'm leaving all the hard work In for your you. Hometown. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds like y'all need some privacy. Mm. And V stands up for a little moment to head to the bar to order another plate of food, it seems. I have so much respect for that. Like, as Victorian, as a character. <laughs> so, V walks off and seems to be in a slightly heated discussion with the innkeeper as, as Galen attempts to barter with something he doesn't have. <laughs> Yeah, like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyways, um, so Leon looks at Galen and she's like fucking pissed at this point because they're talking about some fucking theoretical ass boat. What the fuck? So she looks at Galen and she's like, we left you alone for 10 minutes and now you're being all like, oh, this is the Galen that I met in that inn on the first night that got his ass beat by Travis. What ha what's gotten into you? What happened in that 10 minutes? What's going on? I'm trying not to think about it, Leon. Can we talk about the discussion at hand right now? Right. The discussion at hand is the attitude you're serving, my friend. Mm. And then Galen takes out his dagger and slams it into the table and says, Listen, oh, if you want really? that boat, if you we, want that boat, we, we, whatever. collective, Galen rolls his eyes. Mm-hmm. If Do you, you forget that, that we've saved your life like multiple times at this point, my friend? Listen to me, like, Leo. Like we've all helped each other. I don't we know what's gotten into you. 
If you do it entirely on, he's not gonna get it out any faster. You have you tend you tend you tend to do that a lot. Listen, okay. Remember what I told you about me essentially running this town? Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. Apparently things are different, so things are gonna be a little bit more difficult. So I need you to sit okay. down, shut up, and listen to what me and B do and say. Mm -hmm. Without question, right. okay? Otherwise, it could get you hurt However, or killed. My problem is the fact that I'll do that, but you need to not be acting like this is not a team effort, which is how you're acting right now. I mean, listen, did I really have a choice getting wrapped up in all this? We were looking for a dead man walking, and now now all of a sudden we're, we're going off to Hell's Portal to potentially find your dad. Maybe oh. he's even there. To find, oh, I'm sorry. To find Your who? Dad? Thank you for that, Galen. I thought we were going for the riddle. We are. The riddle might also lead to my father. You're you. Uh... And you and you didn't think to mention that. Why didn't you tell? I've that? been trying to process it myself. And. And Galen picks up his dagger from the table. to address it with the team. Chris kind of like leans, leans in to Leon and kind of like quietly whispers like, this isn't about your dream, is it? You're not following that person, are you? Um, no. Okay, I just, okay. I just take another like swig of my ale and just kind of get quiet. Uh, and then just say, after everything you put us through trying to talk and have and like discuss i uh -huh. just no it's fine it's fine i had a plan Galen, to what are we doing Galen, i don't care i don't care i don't care leon well, i don't care tell me what we're doing working with the dead man walking i've got some personal i don't even know if my through. father will be here Wait, personal what's going on but y'all are going to go find this boat Okay, so as the party's so. kind of conversation is reaching its its peak here in terms of tension, B, the master of timing, arrives back um, balancing what appears to be a bowl of soup in her hand. Soup? Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> Honestly? Oh, not much, B. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, not much to you, apparently. That's not what I would. I think a lot. Uh, I think we've all missed a lot. Um, <laughs> v kind of picks up on this tension and kind of goes, Oh, lovely, lovely. Oh, well, I must say, it's getting. And she does like a fake yawn and like, she goes, It's getting rather late. Don't you all think? I mean, yeah, but you just ordered another soup. Oh, it's it's for later. But it'll be cold, and she looks like uh uh. They look concerned at B. <laughs> but it, it'll be cold. Sometimes I like things better cold. Gris kind of like turns to Ariadne. That's gross. But <laughs> 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 this. Soup is obviously meant to be had hot because it's served hot. If it was meant to be served cold, then it would be served cold, and then it wouldn't matter that it was cold later because it'd be the same temperature. I'm very happy when this one. Into it. 
Anyways, maybe it is a good idea for us to get some sleep. It feels like things are maybe a little out of hand right now. Well, where are we sleeping? Maybe that's mm. what we need to figure out. Good question. Well, I do have my room, and... Oh, Torrentani. There is something Gilman. I would like to show you there. And, like, I kind of wink towards uh, Galen. Just, just if you wanted to come and join me. That's all I wanted to say. Galen just sort of just like stands up and says yes. <laughs> and then uh, as he stands up, I do lean over to Galen um, in Thieves' Cant and I kind of whisper to him and go, uh, while staring at Leon, just because just I know, I, I kind of picked mm -hmm. up, it bothered her. Mm -hmm. And I go, Galen, you can bring your friends if you need them. I reply back in Thieves' Can and say, I'd rather them not be there. Fair enough. So, um... Who, who's rooming with Leon, then? I, I don't think she's gonna want a room alone. We you should all room together! That, so, we should all room together. As you discuss rooms, B sort of just grabs Galen and drags him off. Um... Carrying the bowl oh, of soup okay. with her. <laughs> um, and How far away are they? She's moving very quickly. Uh, so they're probably... But like... But like... like they are within message distance. <laughs> we own cast message. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is she gonna do it? Is she not? <laughs> Go for it, Leon. B hears a voice in her head. <gasps> and Leon says, I don't know what's going on with him, but is this somewhere we should be coming with you? Please be honest with me. I know that might not be a thing. But try, I, we do have his best interests in mind. I know you don't know us and we don't know you, but just know that. Um, B sends message as well. You just reply, and, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can like respond with message. It's just like an automatic thing. Sweet, sweet. And kind of goes, I haven't lied to you once. Um, okay. However, I do respect Galen enough to respect his privacy. And okay. I do wish you can understand that too. Okay. He turns around when he when he you need him to. I promise. <laughs> um so I hate the idea of the party being separated. I hate it. Leon, uh, you sort of lean back in your chair a little bit, and Ariadne is suddenly mm. overcome with the urge to buy another round of drinks. They uh, they pull yeah. a spare silver from their pocket and go and, and get that. some drinks from mm. the bartender. Um, as this happens, B, um, you lead Galen um, by the hand up the stairs to a door at the end of a hall. Um, you unlock it carefully, 
and you push it open, revealing a room. Galen, can we have a perception check? Yes. Twenty-three. All right. Nice. Let's go. The room is medium-sized, and uh, the curtains are drawn, though the room itself is illuminated by a golden candle. Um, The room has just one bed, and a chair has been pulled to the bedside adjacent to the nightstand. Um, You kind of cast a cursory glance over towards it and notice that on top of the nightstand rests a small hand-painted image of a young man with with dark hair and his arm wrapped around a cheekily grinning tiefling woman. The edge of the image is torn as if a third person has been ripped out. And uh, then your eyes pass to the bed, which is large enough for two people, although it's only occupied by one, a woman with um, graying hair who is a lot frailer looking than you remember. Uh, Her skin, once tan, is, is now pale. And she's propped up by a few pillows in the middle of the bed, and she watches listlessly as you enter the room. Um, B, not really saying much, um, sits in the chair and carefully begins to spoon the soup that she brought into the woman's mouth. After seeing the woman in bed, Galen is just like, he just like shuts down because as soon as he entered the room and saw who was in that bed, he he felt like he was eight years old again. He he knew that this was his mother, and he walks over to the, the edge of the bed and kneels down and just lays his head on uh, the arm of the woman. Um, B talks talks to Galen a little bit um, but this time in a lot more of a hushed tone and she kind of tells him Galen I think it's easier to tell you from the beginning what has happened and Galen just sort of like nods his head without without moving I came to visit your mother after, you know, one of my many adventures, but um, I I missed her. She reminds me of home a little bit, a little like your little friend over there. Um, But, you know, your mother makes the best fish, doesn't she? (laughs) But um, that day, she received a letter when she opened it and her you know it's one thing to feel when feel your own world shatter but it's another to see your mother's world shatter in front of you and I know she's not my mother but it was tough Galen It was the news about your father. And she hasn't spoken for that day. She hasn't spoken since that day. And I couldn't leave her, Galen. I couldn't. 
but I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay in your hometown. I, you know how much funds I have with just what I do. And Gail I look nods up. his head. <laughs> she went from preparing the best fish she's ever had to just not leaving her bed. And so I took her and I ran here. But I couldn't contact you, Galen. And as B sighs, she looks at Galen and says, Galen, can you please close the door? Galen walks up and while still looking at his mother on the bed, just pushes the door shut. I slowly... Uh, sort of B, collapses. B puts away her, uh, the soup by the bedside and go, looks at Galen and kind of sees he sees he's hurt, but B cannot help to feel frustrated now. Um, she looks at him and goes, Galen, where were you? I thought I thought there was more out there. <sighs> B, if I'm being completely real with you, I thought I could I thought I could take more. Take more what, Galen? <sighs> I had Aquara <laughs> wrapped around my finger, B, and was Galen starts to tear up and I, was that not, not not enough for you? No. It wasn't. And I'm realizing that that was a stupid thing to think. And Galen sort of just looks at me and a, a, a tear rolls down his cheek and says, I've neglected the things that I love the most all because of a little bit of fucking greed. Kaylin, and then he looks say, back over at his mother. Galen, you can say all you want, but all I know is you haven't sent a single letter. No one knows where you were. And Galen, I I used to travel the world too, Galen, but I've never forgotten my friends. This is not the Galen I know. Galen sort of just shakes his head. He looks up at B and, and it's just like it's not like any of it's not like anybody cared. It's not like anybody cared. You were off with your benefactors and writing about food and just enjoying the coin and the life and the travel and everything. And Caleb is doing whatever he does. You know he's not one for conversation at all. I couldn't talk to my mother because I was too ashamed. Too ashamed that this is not the man I know. The man I know never left his mother wanting. And Galen sort of just breaks breaks down in tears. Galen, I listen. I know. Maybe you never needed Aquara, 
Maybe you never needed me. Maybe you didn't need your mother. But... She... She needed you. I needed you. And you weren't here. Galen gets up and walks over to his mother. He kneels down on one knee and takes her hand and presses it against his forehead. And he says in primordial, I'm sorry that I abandoned you. And then he's, he just starts uncontrollably just sobbing. Uh, B takes her hand and kind of rests it on uh, Galen's shoulder and kind of squeezes it a little bit and kind of goes, I'm sorry, Galen. I know this is a lot for you, but there's so much going on since you've left. And not to even speak of fucking strike what did he do there's I am trying to t protect Cassandra your mother right now the best way I can but it's so much harder when I'm alone Galen B I'm gonna ask you again what did Caleb do he didn't do anything okay he just may have threatened my life may have threatened her life and here we are in this lovely inn wow <laughs> galen whispers under his breath fucking kill him uh, i don't know if you can right now where is he a uh, good question. He's still left with, you know, your very strong, well-built gang. They're still around? But... Of course they're still around, Galen. You made it! I never really thought much of it. Galen. He kind of, like, turns his head a little bit, but is still sort of hyper-emotional as to signify that he's listening. It's been a hard couple months. I know it's not been easy for you either, but I know the life of an adventurer is easy, but when you're a thief, the connections you leave behind are very fatal. Galen sort of stands up and says, I... I'm realizing that. And he looks at B with <laughs> a, a tears running down his cheeks and But I'll be damned if I don't right these wrongs. I hope you can, Galen. I hope you can. I hope I can, too. Do you think your friends can help? 
Kaylin sort of smirks and says, you know, I don't know if they're really good for anything. I mean, the pretty one has quite a budget. That could help with something. Yeah, she's got a budget, but what of it? All she's done is getting us into trouble. Did I? Uh, I need you, to tell you, you this. You know better than to... me that money's worth anything. Listen, I need to tell you this just so you can understand the hell that I've been through. I approached these people in Alice, hoping to run just a quick con. And then next thing I know, I'm at this soiree, whatever the hell that means. And she gets fucking kidnapped. So I have to kill all these nobles with everyone else. And she gets untied and it's fine. And then she does not stop talking about it. Like she's holding it over my head for whatever reason. Like she thinks she's better than me because she's a noble. And then that wood elf, that... I don't even know what is wrong with them, but they're either extremely awkward and just live that way, or they're an incredible actor and are fooling everyone, and there's something shady going on. I can't tell the difference. And then there's the halfling, who you seem to have taken uh, a liking to, who honestly just feels lost. At least to me, I feel like, yeah, they have a reason for being out, but like, how did they end up with a noble and a wood elf? Galen, as you're discussing kind of your experiences in the adventures that, that you've had, Bee's face though still seeming sort of empathetic to, to what you're going through. Um, you notice that she seems a little angry. What about you, Galen? What? what about why did me? you leave? What were you doing? How did you find a group? Well, like I just told you, I was hoping to run a con. To me, oh. on the outside, I see this this noble, very obviously a noble. She does not fit in here at all, as I'm sure you could tell. I mean, you 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 took a liking to her already. Um, uh, yes. yes, I definitely liked liked her. And as I like, kind of play with some coins. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I just wanted some quick coin, and then next thing I know. Travis beats the shit out of me. And they're like, oh, we care about you for whatever reason. We think we can use your help. And then they take me to the docks, and then a dead guy apparently walked up out of the water. I interrupt him. I go, and so was all of this better than a simple con you could have done in Aquara? I've run every con that I ever could in Aquara. I needed change, B. You know this. You know that I've wanted more than what is in Aquara. So I left. Yeah, I'm not saying it was right. I'm not saying it was the best thing to do. 
But I know on my conscience, because you know how I am, you of all people know better than most people here in this godforsaken city, that it would have been better for me to just leave without telling anybody. So I, I did. Never, I just never thought you would leave without me, Galen. I didn't think you cared. Why wouldn't I care? You're off with all these rich benefactors and nobles and flirting your way through into relationships and being a mistress and then all at the same time running a successful, uh, whatever you called it, food, blog, <laughs> journal, news, whatever. You, you were having fun without me. You were living your best life without me. And I could see that. So what, you were jealous of me? That's why you left? It just felt like... It felt like, to me, you just didn't care to put your needs before mine, your wants before mine, your dreams before mine. I felt like I was just an afterthought. Galen. You were never just an afterthought, but I can't believe that's how you saw me. And I can't believe that's how you're doing this right now, especially to your mother right now. I, and she quickly just kind of like, kind of keeps her distance a little bit from Galen this time, a little bit more colder and just like, this isn't about me, Galen. And this shouldn't be about you either. You're right. There's someone else who needs you right now. You're right. And Galen sort of just looks down at his mother. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know what I can do. Maybe... I think the first step you can do is forgive her, Galen. Galen lets out a deep sigh. <sighs> You're right. And Galen sort of just sits on the edge of the bed, holding his mother's hand, and just he just start he just starts uh, without uh, like regard to be he just starts speaking to his mother in primordial, and is just letting out everything just all of his feelings all of his thoughts even ones that are new in the moment and it's just i'm sorry i'm sorry for abandoning you i'm sorry for 
not being the son that I should have been. But I will make this right. And you will... And he, he sort of chokes up. You will get out of this. It's going to be okay. And Galen sort of like runs his thumb across the width of his mom's hand. And it's just... <sighs> if there's anything I have to do with it, you're going to live forever. And things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. It's going to be okay. I'm sorry for dad. I'm sorry for my actions. And I know that doesn't make it better or make it right. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that none of this happens again. Um, as Galen is, is talking, um, obviously B cannot understand him, but she's sort of watching all of this go by, and, um, B, you feel yourself kind of soften a little bit, and, and as, as Galen is, is holding his mother's hand and, and apologizing to her, um, Cassandra sort of dozes off, and, um, just sort of the most peacefully you've seen in, in a long time falls falls asleep. We should give her some space, Galen. I know tonight was hard for you. Galen sort of just nods and says, okay. The others have been alone for quite some time now. I'm kind of worried that something happened. I should probably go check on them. Meanwhile, downstairs, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ari has brought another round of drinks to uh -huh. to the party and uh, has sort of actually fairly cheerily, whatever whatever it was that, that Galen had them drink has put them in a fantastic mood, which do your best here to, to uh, role play <clears throat> that. Um, Sets down three tankers of mead in, in front of their, their party members. Leon doesn't touch hers. And she immediately looks to the party and says, Okay. Listen. This is... The only reason Galen knows is because we were at the library of Freylin, and instead of doing research, he decided it would be more pertinent to listen in on a conversation that I was having. Which was with Valdithas asking about who my father is. I didn't think I needed to tell any of you because it didn't matter. To me at that point, oh yeah, some prissy noble is looking for her dad. Whoop-dee-doo, her life's already great, right? I didn't see any importance in telling any of you what was going on, um, but Galen made himself a part of it by listening in to the conversation. So that's why he knows, and... And you know what, Leon? That's fine. You have the right to keep that secret. What you shouldn't have done 
is press the rest of us about it when you're obviously a hypocrite, baby. Well, if this had been an issue that mattered, I you don't get to decide you. what matters. But it seems like it does matter. When, like that's why we're if that's why that's we're going to the volcano. What does that have to I do figured with your this dad? Out last night, um, I part of my conversation with Galen was processing some puzzle pieces that I've put together and I was planning on talking to you all about it and then you got sick and Ari got a little drunk and Galen got really drunk <laughs> well he was not he was you were, he had well, yeah. you, sorry you were taking care of Gris my apologies Galen was the little bit more under the influence one I wanted to bring it up to you all Just after he I had hold his liquor <laughs> I get it listen there's a reason I'm not really drinking, um, other than the fact that I simply don't. Um, I was gonna bring it up to you all and then Gris got sick, we had to put her to sleep and then it was like, if I can't tell all of you at the same time, I may as well tell you once we get to Aquara and now he's acting like a whole different person. But if you'd like, I can tell you everything I know right now. Everything you know, you know about your father or about Ryan? Or about Galen. About what I was going to tell you last night. Well, I feel like if, if Galen already knows, it's probably time to tell us. So, um, I still don't know what the language is that I could understand in that cavern. Um, yeah, that was creepy. I know. It's freaking me out still as well. I I asked um, you, I pulled you back and you didn't really listen. Um, I know, I know. So that seems I know. like something we should have known might happen again. But also your dreams. But I don't. You keep having dreams. Yes. Dreams. But I don't know if those are connected. I don't, this is something, I don't know if that, I mean, if you think it's got something to do with something, that's new to me. But um, when I was in the library, I looked up some of the elven heritages Okay. Uh, and there was there was a man named the Gilded Sorcerer and mm-hmm. people Do keep saying golden blood for golden causes to me. Ari, you yeah, absolutely recognize this story. I was about to say. And you potentially know more of it even than Leon does at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, um people kept saying golden blood for golden causes to me and the gilded sorcerer and i'm just kind of putting it all together and uh, i'm what, just a, i'm what about the gilded sorcerer um, i mean there's a lot the about him sorcerer. i mean he's could be my dad the i'm sorry the gilded sorcerer could be your dad who is well, the I don't gilded know. sorcerer what's this, what's, this is what's the thing the Ari, i don't know uh what do i tell her that i know um, you kind of know the basic background. You know that the Gilded Sorcerer, at least for the Wood Elves, is treated as a traitor. Um, yeah. You actually know him. The word that in, in the Wood Elf dialect mm-hmm. for him uh, translates directly to betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you know him as basically he's treated as 
the greatest villain of, of mm-hmm. the elves. Um, you know him as the man who let evil into the world. Mm-hmm. Sort okay. Of how, how he's treated in, in popular mythology. Okay. So I, upon hearing this from Leon, I go, I'm sorry, you're, you, you think your dad I don't is know. the gilded sorcerer, is the man we know is betrayal. Oh, is that the greatest evil of all the... This is your father? Are you certain see, about this? This is... No. This is why I didn't see it necessary to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. I read it in a well, book. If you're, and if you're Lisa just, said, okay. one of these is your, your... Could potentially be your bloodline. And then people kept saying, golded blood for golden causes to me. And he's the gilded sorcerer. So what? what's my brain going to do? Right? Where's my brain gonna go? All right, Leon, but that's a big—that's a big leap. Have you like right. asked your your, um, your mother or something about this? My mother will not speak to me about my father at all. Neither will my grandmother. No one speaks of him. I don't know who he is. I don't know where he's from. I don't even know like anything about him. I know that I got my elf blood from him. I know that I got my sorcery from him. I know nothing and they won't tell me and that's why I that's that's why I was at the inn I hired a private investigator to look for him yes he was a private investigator who guaranteed me that he would find my dad and he didn't and then he said go to the library of Fralin and then I spoke to Valdithus and then there is a bit more uh, I'm uh, a bit more. Chris to like hear Leon's voice crack and s- kind of starts to sense her getting emotional and and Gris, you know, always always wanting to kind of care and comfort, kind of leans across the table and like puts her puts her hands out um, for Leon to like kind of put hers in them. And Leon does. And Gris just kind of squeezes and says, "It's a lot easier if you tell others." And you don't have to make all these connections alone. You don't have to figure this out by yourself. <sighs> Every single one of us is looking for something. I just didn't think it was relevant until recently. And Gris kind of- When we were fighting the Stone King. Mm-hmm. Yes. There was more writing on the wall. More? There were two sentences that came before remove the sleeper's crown of stone what did they say All right and it said betrayal's progeny heir to hell's throne remove the sleeper's crown of stone uh, again i don't i don't know what it means don't chris kind of like leans back <laughs> And like as as someone who has also been jumping to a lot of conclusions mm-hmm. based on lore and any ounce of like information <laughs> that she gets is kind of like mind boggled a little and is like, and upon seeing this and seeing that it's distressing Leon, uh, I do the only thing Ari can do, uh, which is go. Well, I know you're an heiress, but don't you think that's a bit full of yourself to make her laugh? <sighs> And Chris Leon, <laughs> Leon does chuckle. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I mean, I hope it is, Ari. I do. I hope it's full of myself. Why Why do you think- Why could I understand it? It has something, yeah. 
but also, I mean, I figured you just, you, you like flaunting that you know so much more than the others, so I'm sorry that I didn't clock that that was something mm. special about you. But, no, I, I don't know why, why are you... that language all... And Leon's and very serious. I... Yeah. I and Gris kind of, like, just nods and then says, I know you mentioned the dreams and you don't know that they're connected, but... Yeah, then I'm, there's the dreams. I would I would say that the dream world can tell us a lot about our world, but can also tell us a lot of lies about our world, too. So please, please share your dreams. Tell us what you're he feeling, what you're hearing, and, like, the, so... the progeny thing. Why didn't you tell us that? No wonder why you're I freaked out. Think... I know, I know, but it's, I just... I'm used to figuring things out on my own and or with my family right but they won't talk to me about this so like i i have to i've had to figure everything out about this man on my own and it wasn't until the walls and and the the sleeper's crown of stone and the leading us to hell's portal it wasn't until then that i thought maybe maybe this was taking me somewhere that could lead to my father as well i thought we were putting my father aside i looked at a few histories and when all of our adventuring was over i was going to go back to alis and and investigate all of them that's what i thought and then i couldn't and, read this language and now i'm i am i'm having dreams considering, too, Ari. considering that this is happening are you certain you want to find out? I need to find out. Alright. Gris kind of Then at least tell us so we can keep an eye out and make sure you don't start well, reading you all know now. and falling down holes I, uh, and getting kidna I was kidnapped tell by, by cultists who want your blood. Maybe that's a thing we can protect I, you from if we know about it. I promise, like, Leon removes one of her hands from Gris's hand and puts it on Ari's, which I presume is, like, on a tankard. Mm -hmm. and like <laughs> looks Ari in the eye and says I was going to tell you believe me when I say that I was not going to keep this from you forever I was going to tell Chris you Chris starts kind of kind of digging through her bag kind of ignoring that interaction briefly <laughs> and once again pulls out that folded piece of paper and just kind of skims over it, looking through it in her hand, and and notes a couple of words that stand out to her, and kind of mutters them under her breath. Gilded throne. You said betrayal's progeny, didn't you? Yes. You you saw you saw that. When we and hit. I did. Listen. It's, so it's um. Song. I don't. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. Do you know what are you? a lot of... Have you heard a lot of... Hmm. What? So that... I've d I don't want to alarm you. Uh, you really can't get more alarmed than having strange dreams and <sighs> heading to a volcano, Ari. It's This is about well, as out of my comfort zone as anything. Well, it's just that his... Uh, the gilded sorcerer, who we are now presumably thinking uh, is related to the people that captured you and also the stone king that tried to kill us yeah his name's betrayal 
where I come from. And if you're saying it's betrayal's progeny, that doesn't look good for you. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but let's not let's not keep going. Let's not assume things until we know. And Gris kind of just folds the paper up and kind of scoots it over to Leon just as like a for later, and then just kind of leans back and Leon takes and it. <laughs> and kind of like looks up in the direction that B and and Galen walked. And was like they've been gone for a little bit, huh? I'm a and bit then, concerned about it. Honestly. Well, I figured they went to bed. And I don't know what's gotten into him. I don't know what's gotten into him. This is so unlike the Galen that we've been with. Well, okay, so is a bit extreme. It's more like yeah, the yeah. beginning Galen than the recent But Galen. also, uh, Leon, you have to remember, he didn't want to come here. You made him come here, and I think if he's a little mad at you about it, that's fair. Meanwhile, upstairs, um, <laughs> Galen takes one last look at his mother and um, B kind of once again takes him by the hand and, and gently leads, leads him out of out of the room closing the door and and removing a key from from her belt and, and locking it carefully behind her you never did lose your soft touch did you oh hush I still got these stingers <laughs> anyways I brought a couple healers up here. It wasn't just me, you know. They, they all just said she needs time, and grief takes time to heal. Okay. Um, the halfling in my group is a uh, is a druid. Do you think that maybe it'd be worth having her come up here? Maybe for for any anything. If if you, I trust your opinion, but I. She is your mother. I'll let you make the, that choice. Pia, at this point, I'm desperate. If, if do you do you trust losing my father is one thing, but losing my mother, I. Do you trust her? <sighs> You know, out of the three... <laughs> That's so sorry. You've <laughs> dead without me, dude. I think, think, yeah, I think she's the one, I think she's the one that I trust the most. She... <laughs> she feels like home. How do you think you can... Well, if you think you can take her up here, I'll... Oh, glad you know I'll always follow you. Just like old, good old times, right? B, I'd rather you not follow me and for you to stay by my side instead. Alright. I can do that for you, Galen. Thank you. Uh, Alright, are you going to head downstairs to the party now? Yeah. Alright. Um, B takes your hand and, and leads you downstairs, um, towards the party, and, uh, with the way they're seated, I believe Gris would see you both first. Gris kind of looks up and smiles and says, ah, there they are. Everything okay? okay? Upon hearing that, turn around to see 
who they are. <laughs> Get, and, and then, uh, like, kind of, like, embarrassed to, to be, uh, caught soft again in front of his other party members, kind of just, like, straightens up a bit. And uh, he, he, he looks at Gris with kind of like a kind of like a I, I need your help, but I'm not gonna say it kind of look in his eye. Gris and Gris probably clocks this. Gris is probably just like, hmm. Is this what I think it is? Do I sense this? Do I know what's happening here? Are you and this kind me? of Oh, I mean yes, you, but also like I'm also processing what Gris would think too. <laughs> Can I roll um, a perception check to see if um, I can tell Galen was crying? Or can I just tell? You can roll a perception check. Uh, Galen, yeah. can you roll deception? <laughs> yeah. I just go, I thought you two were already asleep. Did you say deception? Yeah. Okay. B, do you have anything to say to Ari? <laughs> well, these two roll. 25. <laughs> Well, so mine kind was of... 18, so... Well, perception was 18. <laughs> okay, well, um, the only thing you notice is that Galen is holding B's hand, which strikes you as weirdly <laughs> soft for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, B responds to Ari and just kind of goes like, Oh, there wasn't much to sleep about. <laughs> Done. Have <laughs> <laughs> you just see Ari trying to, like... Understand all the parts of that sentence, and where the... <laughs> does, does Galen see the visible confusion on Ari's face? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So, so Galen looks at Ari and says, "Please don't overthink it." <laughs> are you guys sitting back? I promise, down I'm not now? trying to. Are you sitting back at the table? Yeah. Because I'm think I believe I am sitting next to Galen. Um, I believe that they're still standing there, but they can sit. Um would you like to sit, my lady? <laughs> Gris kinda cackles. <laughs> Actually, Gris, uh I was curious if you could join me upstairs. Gris is kinda shocked <laughs> and is like, for sleeping? I'm I am a married woman. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best idea. Uh but she said there was Leon nothing stopped. to sleep about. Leon interrupts and is like, what's up there? My bedroom. Chris says, never mind, never mind. I'll come, I'll come. Realizing no. that B's trying to hide something, Galen was trying to hide something. She's cluing it what's in and she there? doesn't. Oh. Leon. And Chris kind of mom voices Leon. Leon, like. <laughs> and Chris oh. follows B. And a big Leon cast that. message. Oh no, you go first, Stacey. Oh, okay. No, you're all right. Um, B kind of goes to Leon and goes, oh, don't worry, you can join me eventually, if that's what you want. Okay, <laughs> oh. he just rolls his eyes. We won't all fit in one bed. <laughs> um, Leon casts message, and Gris hears a voice in her head. Um... Please be careful. And 
if you feel comfortable, let us know what's going on. Chris kind of like does a slight nod and then responds back. I th like, I think this is something important. I'll let you yeah. know. And okay. then kind of follows along. Sick. Does Galen stay behind at the table? No. <laughs> the last thing he wants is to be interrogated by Leon. So he follows Chris and B. Uh, before they leave, um, he does look at Leon one last time and goes, but for you, honey, I could put a discount. <laughs> and like, she gives her a little wink. And then like... Leon They're chuckles not and says, I'll consider anything. it. <laughs> <laughs> you will be soon, Ari. Alright. And then Is that what you told me? Is this what you told me about on the boat? <laughs> and then Gala just walks briefly, like quick like speed walks upstairs. <laughs> Go Karen. Are they out of earshot? Yeah, Galen. Are they out of earshot? Galen hurried upstairs, and I, I would assume that B sort of um, dragged Gris along as well at the similar pace. Ari. Yes. Are you as concerned as I am? Should we go up there? I don't think he wants us to. That's not really lowering my level of concern, though. You know what I mean? Leon, li um, listen. He's known B a lot longer than he's known us. And I don't think he'd I know be spending time with someone he didn't, you know, vibe with. Uh, and Gris is, is seems to be okay. So I think it's fine. I mean, you wanted, to keep, you wanted to keep your father from us. Maybe it's just something he wants to do on his own. Like, we already know he dies at ice. He didn't want to be here. He didn't want to be here. I suppose. He didn't want to be here. And Leon kind of leans back and is like, I hate this. <laughs> like, you can't ask people to respect your privacy and then not do it to your friends. Because she's still salty about... <laughs> Incredible. Uh, so... And I just push, I, I have my ale and I'm like, I push it towards her and I'm like, if you really want something to do... And I just... <laughs> Are you gonna drink the ale? Leon's like, I am. I don't I'm know. not. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. Leon ain't into that, and she's so on edge. She does not want to be fucked up in any way. So, B once again leads you down the hallway, and um, Grish. She she stops in front of a door and um, sort of looks to Galen as if for approval. Mm. <laughs> Galen sort of like crouches down and looks Gris in in the eye, which is uncommon. <laughs> um, and he says, "I need you to keep this a secret. I need you to keep it secret and keep it safe. You're, 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 you're a caretaker, and I, I think you'll know what I mean and how severe this is." as soon as you walk through that door, but I need you to promise me that this doesn't get to Leon. <laughs> Gris kind of cracks a smile and then looks back at, at Galen with, with kind of soft uh, motherly eyes at this point and, and 
recognizes the severity of the situation without fully understanding and just kind of gives a nod and whispers kind of a soft okay. And then Galen looks up at B and just gives a single nod. B nods back as she proceeds to slowly unlock this door. So, do um, I, can I roll a perception check? What do I see? So you, uh, yeah, you can you can go for it. A nine. All right. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna give it to you. You <laughs> you walk you into the room. Still have inspiration. You do. You could you could use the inspiration for the roll. Oh shit! Well then I'll do that. <laughs> so that's gonna be a thirteen. Yes, plus right. three. Yeah. So you uh you enter the room and the first thing you notice is. You actually notice the picture on the nightstand first. Um, it appears to be a picture of, of B and Galen. And in a motherly fashion, your your brain goes, oh, that's sweet. But then your attention is drawn to the woman in the bed. Um, she looks a lot like Galen in a lot of ways. Obviously, the ears and the gills are not there. But she does remind you of him. Um, there's something about the face, and she does look very frail to you, and exhausted. She's asleep. Um, but as as you grow closer, she sort of stirs a little bit and opens her eyes very briefly before closing them again. Gris kind of reaches out one arm to, like, grab hold of Galen, and kind of lets out, like, a soft gasp, kind of realizing the situation and then pulls her hand away and rests kind of both hands uh, upon like the upper arm of this woman and you know doesn't need to kneel down because she's already kind of short and just starts kind of um <laughs> looking over her and and you know touching her her cheek and her face and and you know trying to get a good feel for for what uh for what ails her can you do a medicine check yes i was about to ask i'm pulling it up <laughs> <laughs> all right 18 all right uh Let's great go. roll great roll mm -hmm. <laughs> um Let's so go. you actually have seen something like this before when you were first learning how to heal in in dreamers grove you worked for an, an older woman who sort of taught you what you knew and um one time when when you were first becoming a healer uh, a man in town's wife passed during childbirth and the man fell into something very similar. Um, you don't really have a word for it. You're not, I mean, this is olden times. There's there's not quite the words to express what's, what's wrong with her, but you do know that with care and and love and, and support, sometimes things like this can, can pass, but really the the only true cure is is time. Gris kind of sighs and, and pushes some, some hair back from the woman's forehead as her eyes are closed and just kind of gives like a, a brief squeeze to her shoulder, um, notices kind of the soup bowl next to the table 
and and kind of like gives B a soft smile before turning to Galen. Galen, it's your mother, isn't it? Galen sort of just like looks down at the floor and gives us a, a, a slight nod. Chris kind of walks a couple steps closer to Galen, kind of forcing him to, to, to notice her and to look at her and to listen. And she says, she's lost. She's she's felt a lot of grief. She's experienced a lot. She's she's hurting. And not just hurting in in the way where you push things down and bottle them, but hurting in the way where your whole heart aches for something and and yearns for another person or a connection or or something that you once had. She just needs time and any love and patience you can give her. It seems like be here has kind of gotten that one figured out so far, but I'm sure that the love and the patience and the kindness of her son would go a long way. Just be with her, give her time, talk to her. Just let her know that you're here. She needs to know that there's something still here for her, that her heart isn't as empty as she maybe feels it is. Yet again, with tears rolling down his cheeks, Galen <laughs> crouches down to Gris, and he, he sort of just, like, quickly embraces her, sort of similar to, like, how a child would embrace their mother after sustaining, a, like, a scrape on the knee or after having a nightmare. And he's, he says to Gris, very quietly, but B probably heard it anyway. Um, Gris, my father's Ted. And Gris just kind of gasps and, and, and just kind of leans into this hug and does her best to grab him as tightly as she can with her arms and just kind of squeezes and just, just whispers, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh, Galen, I'm so, so sorry. And then just like once again squeezes and says, spend as much time with your mom as you need. Everything else can wait. <sighs> and then she also kind of just mutters under her breath, I'm here for whatever you need. And then kind of like lets go and, and then looks up at him. And Galen looks at Gris and says, thank you, I... From day one, I I knew I could trust you. And you you haven't proven me wrong since. Chris kind of like loses it. No. Uh, you know, she's she's had that moment with Ariadne uh last episode where she kind of revealed a little bit of of her soul and and has it told Galen but is feeling a lot of that like kind of mother-child bond here as kind of like this surrogate mother a little bit just in this moment and she just kind of like grabs Galen's arm and just squeezes and you know tears kind of begin to to roll down her cheek and she said and I won't let you down I'll keep being here just let me know what you need you have to tell us when things are not going well you gotta keep holding it in you gotta quit holding it in. 
Where's the heart? You gotta keep holding it in. Bottle it in. Gosh damn it. <sighs> Just, you have to share these things. The sun drop. Your father, your mother, you're going through a lot. And you don't have to do it by yourself. I just didn't want to be a burden on the party. <laughs> and Gris kind of has goals and dreams and purpose. And when I met you, I just wanted to steal your wallets. But... <laughs> Gris kind of lets out a chuckle and <laughs> just looks to Galen and says, Ah, but the universe and our gods have a way of knowing what we need when we need it and connecting the dots. And she just kind of smiles and says, Eldeth and, and Sylvanus, they know what they're doing and gives them a wink. And she also says, you're also not the only one dealing with as much as you may think. Because she doesn't realize that Galen knows about Leon. Well, she kind of knows that, you know, Galen knows about Leon. Leon told us about her father. And you're here showing me your mother and telling me the truth about your father. I think we all have a lot to learn from each other and a lot to give each other too right now. Galen's just sort of speechless because he hasn't really, besides B, he hasn't really had this sort of compassion and understanding shown to him before. Um... And he sort of just breaks down. Hmm. And is just sobbing quietly. And then he just says, I... I just want my mom to be okay. I know. Why don't you stay with her tonight? I can go back down, find a reason to tell the others that we're going to go do something else and go find a different place to sleep. Spend time with your mother. B, if you need a place, maybe we can bring you with us so that you can have some time alone with your mom. I, I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Chris. She nods. And then she kind of, like, wipes off the front of her tunic and kind of, you know, shifts a little bit and breathes deeply, preparing herself to head downstairs to the rest of the party. We better hurry. Leon's going to be wondering what the hell is going on. Of course. And Gris kind of looks to, looks to B and says, you mind coming and helping us explain? And not explain. You mind helping me lie? <laughs> uh, I have no problem with the lying part, but I'm going to need more help on the Leon part. <laughs> just get Ari on your side and hopefully we can figure out the rest let's leave this, this one with his mother and see what we can do moving forward so uh, B and Gris both sort of um, leave Galen in the room and Galen um, takes the, the seat and the chair where, where um, B had been earlier um, and and B closes the door, but before leaving, she um, makes a point to turn to Galen, holding the key to the room. I feel like you'll need this. Thank you, B. Just take your time, both of you, okay? Okay. 
And Gris kind of smiles, seeing some of that kind of halfling TLC and B, <laughs> and uh, starts heading out the door. And, and kind of looks over her shoulder at B and says, this is going to be a whirlwind. <laughs> and she, B notices Gris is like, little like notice her little halfling upbringing and kind of goes not a word please (laughs) and chris just laughs and 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 heads down the stairs to uh to to meet the rest of the party b follows all right so uh they close the door behind them and uh head downstairs b perhaps there is some kind of skill, perhaps linguistic, you can use to communicate with Gris while trying to lie to Leon. <laughs> and B leans over to Gris a little bit and goes, So, have a plan in halfling. In perfect halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Gris's eyes light up hearing halfling again. It's been a while since her journey. Uh, on her journey since she's heard someone else uh, speak her native tongue. And she said, sometimes you just got a mom, Leon. She seems to do well with strong maternal nature. So I'm going to do my best to just put her in her place and keep going. And maybe we need to give her something worth uh, having. Uh, I heard she's not loving this inn. You know of a place a little bit nicer we can take her to. She also seems to be craving a pastry. I don't know. Give me something to barter with here. Oh, that's going to be a tough one, Gris. But uh, I'll follow you. I just wish I had something more. Uh, a pastry. And be thanks to herself a little bit. Sorry, I thought I heard some gasp. <laughs> um, been my, my dog <laughs> and uh B looks in her like little satchel a little bit and she pulls out and she says I got cheese <laughs> Chris is like ah, we're gonna have to take a different angle with this one I think <laughs> Any, anything in terms of a luxury in something nice that she can rest her head on like think big think Fancy. So think soiree. Be um <laughs> thinking a little bit. You sort of don't feel a hundred percent comfortable leaving Galen all alone in this inn, dealing with his feelings. Mm-hmm. But you have noticed that someone in this party likes to throw around a bit of cash, and for the right price, there are some larger suites in this inn. Typically only used by the real kingpins. Chris, mm-hmm. she's so very obviously a nobleman, but yeah. to <laughs> what extent is she willing to sp- pay for her noble life? I mean, we have spent quite a few nights uh, in less than royal spaces it might be about time where she's aching for a nice bath a change of clothes all right this inn definitely has uh nicer suites but listen it can't be me they already rejected me once here (laughs) (laughs) 
like trust me i've tried i do i'm i must i can respect a woman with fine taste <laughs> okay well maybe we can bring it up let me let me see what i can do and uh hopefully we can convince her to not ask questions <laughs> so you both at this point are approaching the table where leon is holding a tankard of ale but hasn't appeared to sip from it sort of tapping her fingers uh clearly unamused by everything that's been happening this evening ari meanwhile uh appears to have had two or three ales in the scope of time you've been gone and is just kind of vibing. Vibing. I was gonna say, I'm just vibing. <laughs> Bruce kind of smiles at a uh, at her, her her wood elf friend, and uh, turns I go like Stacy Gris and being I go. <laughs> and Gris just kind of chuckles and says, "Hi, Ari. Hi, Leon. <laughs> Hi, Gris. All right. Where's so Gavin? here's the plan." Oh. She oh, kind of holds up a hand and uh, tries her best to look and just assume taller than she is and tries her best to uh, no. uh, kind of sway Leon by appearing really prepared and on top of things, which is not no. the grist way, yeah. for the record. There are very fancy sweets here, I have discovered. B was showing me uh -huh. around, and uh, I think tonight is the night that we have our own private soiree and maybe a nice bath a change of clothes mm -hmm. a premium bed yep. a little bit of luxury mm -hmm. and uh that yourselves a good night sounds rest. well and good before however we before, are missing one of our party members gris oh it's just gonna be a sleepover this time leon i hope you don't mind like all, like right, all of us where is he like all he of is us in one room he, yes, all of us in one room. He is perfectly fine. He is taking care of some Galen things that must be taken care of. Perfectly legal Galen things. Perfectly acceptable Galen things. Grace approved. Is Galen. anything Galen does perfectly acceptable? This I one was is. Just this going is to perfectly say that perfectly Grace approved. Grace proud. Gris proud. Gris proud. Gris proud. Is, you should be fine so, with this, Leon. I just would prefer no further questions, if possible. And let's get Gris. I want you to understand. That just makes me want to ask more questions. I just <laughs> want you to understand it. Listen, I'm gonna let it go. I don't have the time nor the energy for whatever it is you're all hiding from me and Ari. And quite frankly, I'm disappointed in every single one of you. You just get to be Gris gets, Gris gets Actually, so when one of our party members is gone, no, 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 gone. no, no, no. He's I disappeared. Know. You can't be disappointed tonight. Absolutely, Leon. I can't. No, Gris. you cannot. After not telling no. us about your father, leading us in circles, being Gris. absolutely rude to Galen's childhood friend in his hometown that we, dragged, that we dragged him to rude all night, Leon. And knocked out and had no say in the matter after he drove us here on a drove right. us here on a boat, boated us here on a boat, got us here on a boat. You have no right to be disappointed. We're gonna live fancily tonight. You're gonna pay for it, and you're not gonna ask questions about Galen, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be great. I'm gonna ask whatever I want, Gris, actually. Um, and we are not only here for me, but like I said, I don't have the time 
nor the energy for further shenanigans. At what if tonight point. we discussed your dreams and your concerns with your father? And maybe dig a little bit deeper. We into were discussing talking. that, Gris. Yeah, but maybe literally we'll chat about it together. Leo, if you're ready for the end of Are shenanigans, you? I think you heard Please the I, I think you heard the woman. I think it's Time for a nice slumber party where we can just how bathe. How I'm much are the rooms? Leon, I'm surprised you don't trust Gris to not leave oh, no, Galen I trust somewhere I trust dangerous. I trust Gris. Galen will tell you what he's doing and what he's up to if he wants to, Leon. It Certainly. is his business and his right. I'm not asking you what it is. Have I asked you that? No, but you're getting frustrated and I don't appreciate that. I'm trying to protect a friend, and I would appreciate it if we could just... But are we on. not all friends is my point. We are friends, and I'll protect you, and I'll protect Ariadne, and I'll hold your secrets dear and near, but it is Absolutely. just not, not the time to discuss Galen right now. And you Come can be frustrated. Be frustrated. This is the real question. How much is this room? <laughs> the size of it and goes <laughs> uh remember when i said that it would be better for a slumber party <laughs> mhm mm yes and b looks over to the innkeeper and i do not know what the innkeeper <laughs> looks back or <laughs> or so but... the innkeeper is watching you suspiciously he is not mm. b's number one fan <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I, I'm sure it could be a price that you could wager. And if not, Leon, I'll pitch in. Here, listen. I have a couple extra gold pieces. Seven, in fact. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Funny. Leon kind of chuckles at that and is like, yeah, B, I know. <laughs> I know. And we all contribute. Gris also kind Great. of just slaps her satchel on the table, and it hits with a big thud. And she digs through her 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 bag, which seems oh, rather Gris, that's not necessary. And don't pulls worry. Out and pulls out everything she's got in terms of oh. coin. And you see, she Gris. has just ten gold coins, and pushes them across the table and says, "For a slumber party." Leon pushes them back and says. That won't be necessary, Chris. <laughs> if it's necessary, oh, it's really, necessary. No, it's really fine. Be, uh, Trust says, me. Oh, okay. And takes her... Uh, no, B, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think that's a little unfair, don't you? <laughs> I don't, B. <laughs> Chris kind of chuckles and looks to Leon and says, I think it's better that maybe you do the talking than our friend B here. And Leon looks to B and is like, is But hasn't B been here that? before? Exactly, and Ari. B kind of just goes, Remember when I told you there are many things that can attract, <laughs> you can attract many things with that pretty face, Leon. I can show you how to use it if you want. Oh, I know how to use it. I B. think she knows I'm how just to use it. I'm just more so curious. Thank you, Ari. Um, Leon's kind of like squinty eyeing at B. Like, there's definitely more to this, and a reason why she will not be the person to go and speak to the bartender, uh, or rather the innkeep. Um, 
but is just like I literally don't have the time or the energy for this anymore. <laughs> like she's sent, tired, exhausted. No. Um so I guess like she walks over to the innkeep. The innkeep has his arms crossed and watches you as you approach. Can I help you? I was looking to acquire one of your sweets for the evening. The man kind of looks you over and then looks at your party and goes, The hell spawn with you? I don't think that's relevant. Listen. And he kind of like leans forward. She owes mm -hmm. me one month's backlog of rent. You pay that? Mm -hmm. Then I'll rent you the suite. How much is that? The man stops for a moment, counts on his fingers. <clears throat> Six gold. All right. Leon walks back over to B <laughs> and says, Listen. Just give me six back. You can keep one. I'll pretend it didn't happen. We're good. Fee brightens up a little bit and goes, oh, don't we all love slumber parties? And gives her the six oh gold pieces. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling quite generous today. <laughs> oh my God. If you um, had it, Leo... why didn't you pay it in the first place? Oh, I, I... <laughs> um, and Leon audibly says oh Ari as she turns back around to um, walk back towards the innkeep and hands him the six coins he and, counts uh, them yeah. really carefully and then he bites one of them as if to be sure that it's real gold he oh, pockets, goodness, sir. he pockets the money and then he crosses his arms again and he says how many sweets how many do they sleep he sort of thinks for a moment, well, I suppose you could fit four easily. Mm. Galen casts. Are you alright? <laughs> Galen, did you just say Galen cast message? Don't fucking kill me um could you imagine if two of us had message uh, how much of a clusterfuck would that be no one would talk S simply no one would speak um okay um leon cast message to ari okay and says do we trust her enough to share a room with her do you trust her enough to not share a room with her leon cast message again that doesn't really answer my question, Ari. What do you think? <laughs> I think she's fine. God, okay. Will you protect us? I don't think she's gonna hurt us. I- But- What do you- I- It's not like I'm sleeping if that's what you're worried about. If you're worried about your purse, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Leon looks at the barkeep and says, I suppose one should be sufficient then. He nods. Eight coin. Eight, eight gold coin. Okay, Leon hands him eight gold. <laughs> Fine. 
He looks surprised. It really that is. Trust you me. You actually paid this amount, but pockets it, and uh, yeah, she doesn't have the time nor the energy at the moment. <laughs> hands you a key and says, "The hell spawn will know where it is." <laughs> Lovely. Thank you for that. Um, and Leon turns away and walks. How do you know where it is? I thought you said I didn't give it to you. Oh, Ari, it's not about where or uh, we. I just have history. Yeah. <laughs> Chris kind of chuckles and looks to Leon, like happily, like proud, proud that she's gotten Leon to go this far. That they're gonna have a slumber party, and Chris, and Chris is just like, "Are you excited? We're gonna take baths. We're gonna get clean clothes. It's gonna be great." <laughs> Don't I'm we do that every time we stay somewhere? No, sometimes we I sleep on straw pillows, do. and Leon doesn't like straw pillows. I hope oh, these are God, nice I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> oh God. There's nothing wrong with straw pillows. They're they're better they're better than most things. And Chris just kind of nods and then tries to like lean over to Ariadne uh, out of out of Leon's eyesight, and and just try kinda... moss pillows. Moss pillows. Those suck. Those can't you like those, Leon. <laughs> and, and, and Let's just hope to... it's nights for the price I paid. <laughs> and Gris kind of says to Ariadne, pay attention to her while she sleeps, if you don't mind. And then says, well, let's go! So, <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Stacey. I was like, does B notice that? <laughs> B has noticed everything and cannot be asked to really care about what Leon thinks of her at this point. <laughs> for whatever Fair. motivation B has for this. Um, B, you lead the rest of the party upstairs and pass, uh, you're about, it appears that, that there's several floors. However, the floor that you lead them to is the same floor, and Gris recognizes this, to which you, uh, you led Galen. Um, however, before you reach the, the door at the end of the hall, you stop short at a door with a uh, beautiful golden doorknob. And sort of gesture theatrically. Oh, after you, princess, would you do the honors? And, and I Chris hand... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. And I, I hold don't out think, the I don't think Leon actually has that title, B. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? In spirit, though, the hallway that they're in kind of like raises her voice to maybe attempt to alert her friend that they're nearby uh, and says, Yes, princess! Show us the way! Leon is like, and I don't Why are you yelling? Does and Galen just, hear this through the door? Yes, Galen hears this through the door. <laughs> and Chris just okay. beams at Leon, waiting for her to open the door. What has gotten into you, Gris? <laughs> what do you mean? Absolutely nothing. I'm just excited for some more. Gris. And then what happened? And then Gris kind of like screaming in a hallway. Looks down at the floor and then kind of looks up at Leon and like looks her in the eye and just kind of stares for a little bit and is just like trying to like. I think in in her mind, Gris is trying to like send message to to Leon, but no, she can't. But it's just trying to like look in my eyes and know what I am trying to do. Oh, no. 
I just Leon makes not- eye contact with Gris and is seeing Gris like straining <laughs> and is like Okay. And then she just turns to the door and unlocks it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, so you enter this suite and Leon, you are despite your annoyance, thrilled. This Hell yeah. is Let's go. a giant room. Uh in Let's the corner go. is a beautiful bathtub surrounded by privacy screens. There's two giant beds, which appear to be filled with real down feather and covered in beautiful silk uh, coverings. The walls are adorned in lovely tapestries. There is a woven silk rug on the floor and a chest with beautifully in- intricate carvings all over it uh, for for you to store your belongings. Um, it just, you finally feel like you're home, which is an odd feeling in this city where you've had nothing but poor experiences so far. <laughs> Leona's like, good god, it's been weeks, finally, fuck. Something nice, finally, oh my god. How many weeks did it take for us to find something nice? Well, I mean, oh technically we found God. something nice the second night, and that was kind of not so nice, but that wasn't the bed's fault. Uh, that was Definitely Gabriel. was not the bed's fault. That was Gabriel a company. Uh, B kind of coughs and goes like, <clears throat> I mean, you could have trusted me a little bit more. B. <laughs> and she, Leon looks at her and she's we, like, yeah. I mean, like, at this point, and she like kind of like motions like she's flicking a coin <laughs> and like points to her person is like do you blame me <laughs> and i i just turn to be and i go it's not on you i think it's because last time we were someplace this nice uh, she kind of almost died so i think it's she's true. still hung up I, on that Chris kind of smiles and says, don't forget in fact you, to you have me. to untie leon <laughs> don't forget <laughs> Hopefully there's no circumstance in which you need to do but that again. She's not tied up, Gris. I, just in exactly. case. Untie Leon. Let's just keep putting it, it out way, there. Shall we? And Chris kind of laughs and, and walks over to one of the beds, which I'm sure at this point, as plush and lush as they sound, it's probably pretty hard for little Gris to get into. So she kind of just like Aww. pushes on top of, of the, the down and, and hey, is like, holy cow, yes. Can I get an athletics check if you're gonna try to climb onto this bed? Yes. Oh wait, oh actually, God, oh, actually, on, wait. Before that happens, can B run over to Gris and attempt to pick up Gris no, as we both man. fall onto the bed? Yes. Okay. Can I get a uh, strength check? Oh. <laughs> Is strength your dump stat too? Me. I have a negative move. one. Eleven. Oh. Ditto. You. <laughs> lift her up but you both sort of fall onto the bed very ungracefully <laughs> can i then walk over and lift them both both up and like put them on the bed you sort of prop <laughs> push them, them onto the bed yeah <laughs> they're, they're on the bed but you sort of like help them into a more dignified position mm-hmm. and as b stretches her arms a little bit on this bed and goes ah oh, i've missed this and Gris kind of laughs and says, you've experienced this before? And it's just like kind of rolling around, not much unlike a dog trying to get comfortable. Like, holy shit, what is this? 
You've experienced this before me? <laughs> uh, let's let's just say I've I've had a couple of rich noble boyfriends here and there. Gris's eyes like sparkle and she's as, like, oh <laughs> And then as I as I say that I do look at Leon and wink a little bit. And I, I Leon say- looks at her and goes, Good for you. It's pretty good. <laughs> and I just, I just, I just look, look at B and look away and I go, boyfriends. <laughs> and then she leans, chuckles. <laughs> she leans over to Arya and goes, "They were the easier ones to scam." <laughs> Leon can't help but laugh at this. Yeah, <laughs> she's like. You're not wrong about that um. either, actually. <laughs> is Leon still standing by the entryway, I'm guessing? Leon is just kind of like watching this all unfold. Oh my God. Um is there like like so like like is there like a master bed? So although it's described as a suite, it's really more just like a very large room. There's two um large beds adjacent to each other on on one end, and on the other end is is this sort of large luxurious tub okay um leon kind of looks at everyone and is like i mean i'd like one of the beds please uh can (laughs) be already be fucking out she's been exhausted these past couple months (laughs) (laughs) yeah be be uh you can absolutely fall asleep um are you still holding on to gris (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right, Gris. B has fallen asleep, holding you in her arms. Gris is just kind of like trying to reach out and like pat her, like hello, <laughs> and then kind of whispers over to Leon and says, "I think, I think we might be stuck here for a bit, but there's oh, another no. bed if you'd like." <laughs> okay. okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. Um. Well, I go. Um, yeah. No, you go. No, 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 you go. Oh, I was say. Um, I go. Well, I'll I'll be up for a little bit more. So I mean, feel free to just take it. I'll take whatever space is left. I can just sit. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> I can slip close looks- my eyes. I'm good. But do you want one of the beds? Like, which bed would you prefer? I mean, they're in that one, so we don't have a lot of. <laughs> I don't know. You could like perch on the edge or something. I don't. I feel bad. This is what I'm like. Offering. They just fell asleep. They didn't talk to you first. I'm sorry. Well, then thank you, Ari. <laughs> Oh. I mean, we have what, like eight feet between Are the two of us? Ready. <laughs> I think there's room for anybody. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I I mean, I don't know how you sleep, but unless you think there will be no space for me to sit down next to you at some point in this night, then I think we'll be fine. It's kind of mutters okay, great. from the bed and says, Ariadne is actually quite a very silent, still sleeper, so uh, probably fine to sleep with, honestly, uh, if you toss and turn, Leon. I'm not. I know, but Ariadne doesn't need sleep, I've learned. 
I also still have my bed roll. If you don't want me to be in the bed, I don't have to be in the bed, Leon. Ari, we are in a giant suite. Don't sleep on a bed roll. I just have to... It's not sleep. I just sit. I'm good. Really. And sit on the bed at least. This is what I'm I didn't spend eight gold. I, then we're on the same page, my dear. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> as you debate the sleeping arrangements, uh, B has kind of more firmly grabbed onto Gris and uh, is, is holding her very tightly and whispers in her, her ear, I, I love you, Mom. Which must be her speaking in her sleep because Gris is not her mother. Can I, wait, I don't know, I know this is unconscious, but can I also, like, can I also mutter, I'm like, your little honeybee's almost home. Absolutely, go for it. <laughs> Chris is fucking losing her shit, and she just kind of, like, settles in and is like, I'm just gonna sleep, this is, she needs this, she needs this. And just kind of, like, you know, pats pats her head or whatever part of her Gris is able to like wrangle an arm out and pat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Do you all sleep for the night? Uh yeah. no, I said I was gonna stay up for a second, but Ooh. I Are wait you? and I just sit and I wait for Leon to fall asleep. Sit and I wait first. <laughs> first of all. Um and once Leon has fallen asleep. I very carefully get out of get out of my position in bed that I've been frozen in trying to make sure she falls asleep first. Um and I take some parchment and a, a quill and an ink pot out of my bag. Uh and I go sit against a wall. Uh and I have no trouble seeing because as we all like to forget, we all have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I I write, I start writing a special something, uh, telling of all of our shenanigans uh, since we have left the what was it called the wildflower the meadowlark the wild wildflower the wildflower it was something like that the wildflower um, and I, uh, I I I finish writing I sign my name I fold it up I put it in the envelope and then I just keep it for a second and then I think do I put it in my bag and I go no. And so I put it in my waistband, and then I head back over to the to the to the bed, and then I, and then I just trance into sleep. Okay. Uh. Well, the night passes um, without much more incident, and uh, as the sun rises, B is the first to awake. Holding Gris, who is snoring very sweetly. Aww. Oh. Oh. Uh, B doesn't move for a moment, <laughs> and then she'll unravel herself a little bit and look around, and uh, quite calmly try to sneak out of the room. Ari, are you meditating? Yeah. Roll a perception check. Just in trance. Yeah. Give me a second. <laughs> B, what's your passive deception? Passive deception? Uh, 16 what... plus 4, 20. How do I check my passive deception? What's your deception modifier? 
My deception modifier plus 10. Or do you mean charisma? It's, I think it's under, it's like special modifiers. I do think it's ridiculous. Yeah, plus 10 if you're asking for. Okay, uh, and Ari, you rolled what? 16 plus 420. That's a nat. Okay, uh, so you sort of think that someone might have stirred, but you don't notice. B, sneak out of the room. Okay. Jesus, that's um, a that's a big modifier. Sorry, go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, being a tiefling's great. <laughs> in some cases. Um, yeah. uh, v starts heading over to the door at the end of the hall. Okay. Are you going to knock on it, or are you just going to fucking bust it? <laughs> no, I will. I don't have a key anymore. I will knock on it. Hearing the knock, Galen just uh, quietly but loud enough as to not disturb his mother but still have his voice carry be uh, say, it's open. Okay, V enters the room. Um, and she looks over to Galen and she kind of goes, How you doing? She had a great sleep last night. <laughs> For the first time in a while. I think Galen sort of just like she lets out like a, a slight smirk. And you know, with B he he feels he can be honest. And he just he just says, I I feel more calm than I have ever in the past two and a half years. So, what's the real reason you came to Aquara? I... I didn't have a choice. The other three pretty much forced me against my will to come here. Because they're, they're so... They're so dead set on being... Uh, on getting to Hell's Portal. Uh, and I'm sure you can probably tell who's been making the decisions around here. <laughs> um, Would but... you want me to ask her? I mean, no. Um... <laughs> 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 and... <laughs> Galen just sort of, like, looks up at B and is like, but all I know is, is that I'm just happy to just be here in in this room right now. All right, I'm glad you're back, uh, Galen. I'm gonna go back before um, Princess over there loses more trust in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before before you before B sort of leaves, he 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 just goes like, wait wait a second. And then he he looks B in the eyes and says, "It's Torrent," and then winks. <laughs> v just <laughs> chuckles as she leaves the door quietly and hopefully quietly enters. <laughs> Do the I other notice? Room. That, yeah. When you get Do to the other room, 
Gris and Ari are both sitting up and staring at you. <laughs> yeah. Leon, however, like the princess she is, finally in a down bed, has <laughs> just begun to wake up. Rise and shine, beauties. Where'd you go? Gris kind of like looks at Ariadne and like, like gives them like. <laughs> um, B reaches into her satchel and goes breakfast and brings out her little slab of cheese. <laughs> oh, I'm like, for that. Gris is like, oh, bread and cheese, perfect. <laughs> Not one to 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 push this down at this moment. Instead, welcome it. <laughs> Leon's like sitting up in bed looking at the cheese <laughs> and she's a noble woman so she knows old cheese when she sees it <laughs> and she looks at B and she says how long's that been in your pocket uh, B just responds it adds the flavor and like she kind of like takes it really she takes like a deep inhale but kind of hiding her little gag for a moment (laughs) leon's like "Uh uh-huh yeah i thought so i'll pass um thank you though chris just kind of laughs and is like so how was your sleep leon it was better than all of the others, but about as good as it's been for the past few weeks. I'll take I'm it. Not, no, I think Maxilla's home was pretty nice. Oh, that's not what I'm referring to, Ari. <laughs> I'm talking about the terrible dreams I have every night, and Leon's just like, yeah. The nice bed, can't even have yeah. a sleepless sleep, or a dreamless sleep. <laughs> Um, Babe, you looks- don't, you don't, you don't strike me as someone to get up early. Oh, uh, you, you just, you just don't. I'm a woman of many surprises. Ain't that right? <laughs> like old cheese. <laughs> Gris is like stretching and like kind of like just at this point slid it off the bed, and is like maybe we should go downstairs to get something to eat. And then, and B goes, more like cultured cheese. <laughs> Chris oh is God. like, didn't didn't Galen say that you were some sort of food reviewer person? <laughs> oh, my famous blog. I'm sure you've heard of it all already. <laughs> well, what's but- your favorite? Where should we eat? And B kind of, for the first time, I feel like very obviously is a little bit more awkward. (laughs) 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 And goes, many things. (laughs) Oh, okay, B. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, there's more important questions to ask. There's more important things to do. That's... That's all Harry. <laughs> and Chris is like, okay, um, should we bathe and get ready for the day? <laughs> Leon like flips off her covers and is like, yes. And just like <laughs> strides to the bath. Oh my God. 
<laughs> All right, Leon, she's ready to take, take a, a bath? luxurious bath. Yeah. Yes, she is. Are you going to ask your friends for some privacy, or are you in typical Leon fashion? <laughs> well, didn't just you say go for it? no, no, no? Didn't you say there were privacy barriers? There are privacy barriers. You're gonna want to move them. Oh, okay. So that you have privacy. Yeah. <laughs> Leon kind of. I thought they were already there. Leon kind of looks at them. This is not what she's used to, right? <laughs> Has she ever moved a privacy barrier in her life? No. Um. So she looks at Ari, like, are these light? I, are these like easy to move? I, I, how would, are you asking me for help? <laughs> well, I just, yeah. I just want to know, like, have you, like, has anyone? And then she's like looking at her, has, have like any of you guys lifted these before? Like, I don't, I don't want to like lift it up and like strain myself. You know what I mean? Be in a fluid, graceful movement, grabs the privacy screen and moves it with ease. Oh. Before giving you a cheeky wig. <laughs> B. Um, so Leon goes behind the privacy screen. All right. Well, Leon takes a bath. Um, it sort of dawns on all of you that Gris was right about breakfast. And um, yeah. Gris and B, you sense that maybe with Leon preoccupied, this would be a, a good moment to collect another member of your party. Gris kind of turns to B and says, well, I'm hungry. Should we go get some breakfast? And kind of like, sure. Once again, does this the stair thing? I think B and I can get it. Ari, you hang out here. Make sure Leon's okay. Let's not leave her alone. We know how she gets. She's, she's left fine. Alone. We don't want her to get kidnapped again, Ariadne. I. Ooh, she I used mean... your full name. <laughs> yeah. Galen, have I you appeared in that... the room at that moment? That was out of character. <laughs> oh, masterful DM. I was just wondering, it would be, you know, I wouldn't have to Funny. move people uh, around the inn as much. <laughs> would be rather convenient. I mean, if you want to go that way, I can come up with something, but. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just go, but you said breakfast. We can get breakfast. She's not going to die. I know, but we can just go grab it and pick it up and bring it to you. Because it's a slumber party. Breakfast in bed. You stay right here in bed and we'll go get breakfast. I'm not in bed. <laughs> Stay right there on the floor, and we'll go get breakfast. I I follow them out the door, and then just watch them go downstairs. Then, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, B leans over to our Arians, just like, well, we can. T I'll, it's okay. We'll we'll take care of you right now. And I like gives her a little. Wink. You're, you're leaving. <laughs> um, when they are like, once they're out the door, through the privacy screen. Leon says, You shut the door, Ari? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then I shut it with me on the other side. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and now I'm just standing outside the door. Gris kind of turns to to uh, B and in Halfling. Uh, wait, hold on. Does Ari speak Halfling? No. Ari does okay. not. No. Okay. Gris in Halfling says to B, do you mind go grabbing him and finding some excuse for him to come meet us downstairs while I convince Ari to go grab breakfast with me? <laughs> v just chuckles and then she, as she makes her way towards the end of the hall once again. <laughs> Gris kind of ushers Ariadne downstairs talking about mushrooms. But you just said you wanted me to stay. 
But you're coming. You're on the other side. <laughs> because Leon asked me to close the door. <laughs> I'm dealing with you in it. Are you in the room or out of the room? I am I'm out of the room. <laughs> okay, so Gris, Gris is just like, fine, we're getting breakfast now. So Gris is ushering you down the stairs. We're going to chat about mushrooms and breakfast foods and some pastries and some bread and some cheese that isn't stanky and <laughs> all that good stuff as we head down to the bar to chat with the uh, innkeep. Um, as as that's going on, B goes to the door again and does a knock and this time just doesn't come in, just kind of creaks the door open and says, Galen. Are they giving friends, you trouble already? Your friends need you. <laughs> Galen, Galen sort of like audibly groans and it's like, okay. And he stands up, and he kneels down, and he brushes uh, the hair out of his mother mother's eyes and says in primordial, I'll be right back, I promise, and then walks towards the door. I guess we walk towards downstairs to join Gris and Ari. So you exit the door. Leon, are you still taking a bath? <laughs> no, I was going to say, at this point, like, Leon's not lollygagging and, like, she however much she likes taking baths she's also like aware of the situation at hand like she's she's a noble but she's like not a dumbass um so she's out of the bath she's gotten dressed i would like i would want to say that she wants to get back to her party as soon as possible and so she's kind of heading out her door so leon as you walk out the door b and galen exit a door at the end of the hall and mm. you make direct eye contact with Mm, B. <laughs> Leon just kind of looks at B and is like, okay. She looks at Galen and says, good morning, Galen. And then turns and walks down the Leon. stairs. And, oh man. And B goes, well, I'm, one I'm sure she had a wonderful bath. <laughs> I'm sure she did. <laughs> <laughs> you all sort of gather downstairs at the same table from last night. The inn is not nearly as crowded during the daytime, you notice. Um, Ari and Gris have actually managed to scrounge up uh, an odd assortment of pastries, many of which are in the shape of fish Flesh up. and <laughs> shells, which oh. seems strangely <laughs> thematic. Um, yeah. As you sit down, B leans forward on both of her hands and looks to all of you and says, Now... I believe you were looking for a ship. 